Joining us now, as he does on Mondays at this time, is Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum. And, Mayor, I know you presented the budget to the city council, and I know you've really streamlined that whole process. Where are we now, and, and when will it actually be signed and official, you think? So uh, the council and I have been working on this for months now. Uh, and, and as you mentioned, that's a, a change that we put in place when I became mayor that really, I think, improves the system, makes it less of a annual fight between the mayor of the council and, and more of a joint work product. And so uh, we, I presented that last week. It's a, pretty much a flat budget. Uh, it's balanced, uh, no tax increases or anything like that, and it allows us to maintain our public safety staffing levels and uh, end the hiring freeze uh, that we've had in place for other employees. And so now the council has about two months to evaluate it, and uh, a budget has to be adopted by the end of June. But as I said, you know, this is something we've been working together on. If there are things that tweaks that need to be made, uh, we've got two months to do that, but we'll work together as we have uh, for the all the process leading up to this, we'll work together for the next two months moving forward to make sure it's just right. But it doesn't have to wait. So it's in, because you guys have worked together well, it could actually be done before that. Is that right? It could. Um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a, a good comparison, but, you know, it's one of those things where there are so many variables that go into it. Uh, it's usually best to wait until you get into mid-June to adopt it just to, uh, chart trends. You know, obviously we're in a much better position <laughs> this year than we were a year ago when uh, we spent nine months developing a budget with the council and then March, February, March hits and you have a recession, a pandemic, and we really had to put a budget together in about six weeks uh, last year. This year, obviously, we're in a much better position, thankfully. And so I, I would expect it to be a pretty smooth process. But, you know, I'm, I'm respectful of the fact that to date, you know, this has very much been kind of in the administration's court as far as working with the council to develop it. Now it's in the council's court, and hopefully we can work with them to answer any questions they have and make any changes they want to make. I know we've got mowing cycles in there and all kinds of things that we're back, which make a lot of people happy. But when this is done, let's say signed and approved and even take us to June, what's the first actionable money people will see kind of making an effect in town? You know, I think the big things that people will see immediately because it'll be in the summertime is all of our pools and splash pads will be reopened. Uh, the day camps in our parks will be expanded. Uh, as you mentioned, we have the recommended number of mowing cycles in there. We've also, the council and I last year, we lifted a decade-old moratorium on putting up new uh, uh, street lights in neighborhoods. We did over 100 last year, and we have budgeted to do over 100 more uh, in the coming year. And then, as I mentioned, you know, the, the key thing for us in the last year, and I can't say enough about the way that our non-sworn employees sacrificed to make this happen, is that we had no uh, diminishment in public safety staffing. And uh, we, we have a budget now that, that aims to keep that, to keep our existing levels in place for the coming year uh, as well. And you look at a decade ago when we went through a similar decline in revenue, you're talking about 130 cops getting laid off that year. Uh, no layoffs in the last year. And that is because we had employees willing to sacrifice their own pay to keep public safety fully deployed. And the city council and I had underspent over the previous three years to build our rainy day fund up. And that kept us in a, a good position over the last year. And now we're really ready to rebound it. 
I'm excited about the year ahead. I think it's going to be really good. I, you know, I, as the old saying goes, I don't want to put lipstick on a pig necessarily because the pandemic was hard on a lot of people. But it, it is kind of impressive how the city came through it, and partially, obviously, because of that budgeting process. I know you were excited about the, the bill on the on the governor's desk today, allowing cities and states to decide on raises for police and fire. That's a big deal. Oh well, this is huge. Um, you know, this is something that Oklahoma, you know we're the only state in the whole country that doesn't let cities use property taxes for operations. On the one hand, that's good because it's historically kept our property taxes a lot lower than other states. The trade-off is that property tax is such a more stable revenue source than sales tax. And so what, what we've been advocating for, and, and lots of people before me were advocating, that we ought to be able to diversify our revenue just like a business does or like anybody else would do with your retirement account. You don't put everything into one revenue source. Uh, and so, uh, you know, the, both the House and the Senate, we've been working on this now for six years uh, to get this passed through the House and the Senate. What it will do if the governor signs it is allow us uh, to have a vote locally to start using up to five mils of property tax to just diversify the revenue stream for public safety only uh, in the city of Tulsa. And it takes over 60% vote for approval. So it has to be, you know, overwhelming approval amongst the citizens to make it happen. I'm just super grateful. J.D. Nolan, in particular, uh, state rep from the Tulsa area, has been driving this in the legislature for six years to get it done. Talk about sticking with it. Uh, and so many of our state representatives and senators for uh, on a bipartisan coalition here in the Tulsa area uh, worked to make this happen. And I'm super grateful because at the end of the day, what this will do is protect the jobs of first responders when we have a financial downturn. And they ought to have, they have so many things to worry about every day when they go to work. If there's something we can do to reduce that worry for them and their families, I want us to do that. All right. So 10 seconds or less, because we're at the end. Anything big coming up this week, announcements, companies, things like that? Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell you at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always trying to get that one out of you. All right, Mr. Mayor, thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. That is Tulsa Mayor GT by him. 738 on the KR.